wait. Are you touching my jacket with your pizza hand? No, this is my other hand. Is that your dry hand? Yeah, this is my pizza hand. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for returning to the late night with um, Zeleni and Cameron. Yeah, that's original. <laughs> yeah, take your jacket off. <laughs> because my pizza hands are dangerous. They are. What was I going to say? You were going to start bringing up your discussion points right. about Stranger Things. I have many. Oh, I'm wearing my Stranger Things shirt for the record. Um, again, I wore it on Halloween as well. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's really cute. <laughs> it it really is. Okay, good, good. I was waiting for your confirmation. Okay, so. Stranger Things. Two questions. This, these notes are involved. Like they have like. They're very. Annotated. I have I have notes for this. You know, <laughs> faithful listeners. <laughs> okay, favorite. Faithful listeners. So we're gonna t- we're gonna talk about Stranger Things too because we hadn't mentioned that yet. I'm just I just mentioned the shirt, right? That's it. And what is Stranger Things too? For those who don't know. <laughs> it's a show on Netflix. That followed Stranger Things <laughs> from 2016. No, it's 2017. Okay, so we're going to talk about the new season. Cameron just finished. I did. <laughs> he was one of the lucky ones that ha- could continue from season one to season two because he started season two all late. I was, I was a late bloomer. And so he, he could just go on to season two with no hesitation. It was... Must must be nice. It, I'm sorry to say it was. <laughs> so I just finished the watching season two for the second time, and it was great. <laughs> I want to talk about favorite scene, favorite scenes, mm-hmm. and you know mine. You wanted it. It's the most basic. Everyone loves it. I do know yours. Yours <laughs> is has got to be the last episode. No. What? <laughs> No? No! <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Why? What did What did you think? Well, you're... I always thought that your favorite aspect of the show scene. was... Hmm? Favorite scene. Oh, favorite... Well, I don't know. Just go ahead. I don't know what your favorite scene is. What are you going to say? I thought that would have been the snowball. The whole thing? <laughs> well, you had said the other night that if the... <laughs> Netflix could just go on being just It's true, snowball. it's true. Wait, th- that goes into the later discussion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for jumping ahead. Jumping jump ahead. <laughs> what is your favorite scene is the question. <laughs> oh, there's a question for me in this. And I was going to tell mine. We my, both... my fingers got pizza-y. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. What's your favorite scene? From season two? Yes, from season two. That's a tough question to start with. I'll tell you mine. Go why, ahead. Why you think? <laughs> That'll help me help get the juices flowing. Yeah, my favorite scene is everyone's favorite scene of the season, episode eight, the end of episode eight, where Eleven walks in, and Mike looks at her, and it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Best scene. That's a good. No, that's a cool favorite scene. That, like she, it's just so badass. She walks in, and he. The look he gives. You gotta 
the skin is like is. he he sells it that he's so in love and you know it's hard to say like what a given favorite scene is or part or I mean definitely like this is the dark thing to say but because there's a lot of dark things and spoiler and Stranger oh, things. fuck, we forgot to say spoiler at the beginning. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. But you know now. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know, now you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so, I mean, it's it's dark, it's creepy, but a scene that stood out to me was clearly when Mike, Mike is just getting, not Mike, sorry, Will, mm-hmm. Will is getting completely consumed by this shadow monster thing. Which time, though? The There's... first time. Oh, yeah. The that first was... time. I mean, it is, That's like, terrifying. truly terrifying. That is, like, I have not seen horror done so well since maybe the first season of Lost. What? Okay, that's, like, the worst comparison ever. Don't you dare <laughs> mention Peasant Lost. Which is awesome, but in its own trashy way, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, get out of here. Well, I remember the smoke... Well, no, I'm just saying I that... I know, the smoke monster. The smoke monster was really scary and lost. I did think about lost. And I did, I don't have to admit. To all of a sudden, like, see them take that, like, a million fold and totally consume and uh, take over a main character's body... As like a human sacrifice. It was awful. And we still don't... We're still unsure. We don't know what the heck that thing is. Hopefully that's going to be well, in the that, questions. That's, that, yeah, that's later for discussion right now. Dang we're just it. talking about favorite scenes. I thought it would segue. I want, I'm looking for the swag seg- swag way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll, I know where the segues are. You haven't hit it yet. <laughs> Okay, hey, good. Let me know. What about, like, least favorite scenes? Because mine is quite obvious as well as my favorite scene. <laughs> well, I have two very least favorite scenes, and I'm... So very... you only have one favorite scene and two least favorite scenes? That sounds biased. What? The snowball can be my second favorite. That, that was good. Okay. Dustin crying is, like, oh, it gets me so hard. Yeah, right. Oh, right. no, no, no. Mike and Eleven's kiss. Gets me so hard too. Oh man! Oh wait, but what about what about the cute little exchange between? Oh, I know what was one of my favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite scenes was when I forget his name. Ooh, and what does what does uh, he look like? Ma- Max's brother. Partner. Partner. Oh, Lucas. Lucas. Uh-huh. Well, like how their conversation on the top of the bus plays out. Oh, uh-huh. I liked that a whole lot. That's cool. That's cute. Yeah. Why? <laughs> well, we see Max mm-hmm. suddenly on a real level. Like I, I yeah. didn't like her actually before then. I, I kept, agree. I kept being like this. What was her redeem- redeeming moment? It was for sure. Mm-hmm. And suddenly she becomes real. I more believe the acting mm-hmm. now. And she has more depth. Yeah. Yeah, a lot more depth. For sure. Yeah. You know, and it helps. It it whole like it sets the pacing from there on out. Like then suddenly the the mutual appreciation between them is set. 
Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Well, that's that's also the moment she chooses between, like, Dustin and oh, Lucas. Oh, that's true. Because Dustin's at the bottom and she gets Dustin's a piece of shit. Uh, Just on. kidding. Just kidding. He's not, gonna... he's, not a, he's not a piece of shit. I'll take that back. He's... I I, I thought you would be happy because he ended up in the end, like Who, relating Dustin? to Dart. Yeah, because you all season you were all mad at him for keeping the the thing, the the Dart right monster, and then at at the end I thought you would realize like oh, at the end he kind of saved them by relating to him and giving him chocolate. It's true. It's true. I can. That, and you he, know, I, so you, I hadn't even thought about that, but that's so you true. You know what I just noticed? Or I just noticed it right now that I finished it again. There's, like, a moment, a short clip where, like, you see Dart dying when the gate is getting closed. There is? Yeah. Like, it was... It, Wait, when the gate is getting closed? Oh, oh, there is a short clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. He, like, faints and right. the rapper is there. Right, exactly. That was... Sad. It is sad. <laughs> we feel and like that's what I think is so amazing about the show mm-hmm. is that it does a really great job over a period of time, a few episodes, building a certain understanding of a character in our mm-hmm. in the viewer's head just to like flip it around mm-hmm. and to suddenly by in order to like p- move the big picture of the whole plot forward they have to make some decision that like changes how we think about that mm-hmm. character on the deep level because they get to the point where these characters have to make big decisions that <laughs> affect everyone else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they do that all the time. I feel like there's many characters that have gone back and forth like from you disliking and not liking and even back like back and forth. Least oh my least favorite scene was like both Muse and Bob dying. Because I don't like that. No. Yeah. Bob because it's so gory and sad at the same time. And then Muse, it's just like, you know, hits me in the heart. Like, Muse. Oh. Justice for Muse. On that note, then, I guess my least favorite scene is obviously when, um, in that same vein, when Will infected leads all of those workers yeah, into that's so, the trap. Uh, and... Mike can't save them in time. Yeah. Yeah, it's just sad. And it, and it, and it's sad also that we don't care as much because we're not invested in those characters, but they're still people. Hashtag justice for me is... You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, my next question is, is Billy a racist? <laughs> Billy, that's the brother. Uh, Max's brother. Yeah, the human antagonist. Is Billy a racist? Because, like, why the fuck is he so angry for n- no reason? Yeah. You think so? I mean, is the shadow monster racist? Repeat the question. <laughs> is Billy racist and is the shadow monster racist? Uh, no, I don't think the shadow monster is racist. Now, that's not any kind of redeeming factor for the shadow monster whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I think he is. I just think Will happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. No, not racist against Will. Racist because he wants to overtake us. So, like, oh. racist, like, human racist. Not, like... 
I don't know. I Color. don't want to speculate on the Shadow Monsters <laughs> value system or intentions. Okay, maybe that's I fair. truly have no clue what it is, let alone Did you think the end what it fell? wants. I have no clue what it wants. Did you also... Yeah. But it's sentient. It's supposed to be like New Voldemort. Sentient? Like it has like a... Like a plan. Like a racist potentially plan. That's what I'm thinking. Oh. Okay. Well, with what? What are your clues? Because the Mind Flayer, that was like his thing. Is that the name of the creatures? That's the name, the the metaphor they found in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. The matched thing. And it was like, it believes it's superior to other races and it wants to like control them. So it controlled those oh, yeah. dog things. Got it. But I was trying to move on to us. Oh, okay. But it believes it's superior. That's what I'm saying, the racist thing. That's an inter- that's interesting. I'd have to go actually revisit that scene. Those scenes are important because they reveal a lot of the mythical like underlyings that I think the yeah at least it's throwing in there them in there for a reason. Yeah, and it's funny that the kids are like the ones discovering the stuff. Right, the adults are just trying to like keep, keep the up. shit safe. Yeah, 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 and they're like, what? What's Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and I was just thinking about, while I was watching the end again, like, how much like Jurassic Park it feels. It just felt like I, I had similar vibes. Like, gotcha. Like, it's, it's like, like a horror like a technique, nod. though. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. like monsters loose and scientists. Being and, trapped. And, and the thing that really reminded me of Jurassic Park was when Bob is, like, coding, like, all intense, and it's like dramatic but it's like coding like old school uh, stuff that was so Jurassic Park to me like I got you yeah yeah it's true because they have to turn back on the lights yeah you know they got to get the power back on the break that's a whole thing that's the that's the main yeah. thing in Jurassic Park is that they gotta turn the breakers back on yeah I feel like they were nodding to like just like they've they've mentioned I've heard them mention like them nodding to like Jaws and like other random. oh yeah Jaws was like the I mean, they, they had that poster in the room that was in mm-hmm. so many of the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a th- I was wondering why it was there. Yeah. I, well, I think the first season, it, they seem to be, like, inspired by Jaws a bit. And, like, that there's a monster that, like, comes out instead of the water, the dimension, to get yeah. its prey. And, yeah. That, they, that's something they kind of mentioned in the behind-the-scenes nice. thing. And then, why do they always think guns are going to help them with the monsters? They helped in all the other wars. <laughs> it's just funny to me when Hopper tells Eleven, like, save your strength. Like, I'll take care of them. He has his gun. It's like, everyone's had a gun here that's all dead. And also, why? That's the thing about horror and gory things. Like, they, like, just kill people, kill the prey and then don't eat it. And then, like, ten eat Bob. It's like, okay. Just because they're not a main character doesn't mean they shouldn't. Eat them fully and not waste their food. I'm just saying, like, it, it made no sense for them to still be killing. Like, you, there's so many people. They would have been full. The creatures. Yeah, if they just ate what they killed, they wouldn't be, like, but after it's Bob. Not, it's, you've never been hunting before. You know, that's just not how it works. Like, if you don't have a refrigerator have <laughs> to keep, the, keep what your uh, game is cold then and, and preserved, then... It, it rots. 
and well, they don't, they can't eat rotten human or it, no. That's invalid. That's like the opposite. Huh? <laughs> like so they wouldn't want to kill everything at once. Well, they're going to because it's war. They shouldn't because they don't know any better. Full. That's assuming that they have an intelligence to know better. I guess you could argue that maybe the shadow monsters behind like just kill as much as you want instead of eating. Yeah. Driven. But I was just annoyed how they just like killed everyone and just they were all left there not eaten. Like why are they killing so hard if they're not even gonna eat it? Sorry, I'm just now realizing that that gate at the end was so big. Yeah, that's why the tunnels were all deep. And it must be because that's the size of the shadow monster. Like he's this giant mm-hmm. Well you saw him like in the in the sky with Will. Like, yeah. He's big. He's super crazy giant. Mm-hmm. And well, at the at the end when Elle's closing the gate, you can sort of see the shadow of the head, it looks yeah. like. Yeah, she comes face to face through. with it. Yeah, and so it's like, well, so the gate clearly needs time to open, but it can open all the way. And what if that thing gets out? I don't know. It'll control us like the Demogorgon. Ominous shit. If infect everything. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the closing of the gate. <laughs> um, this is a good segue. Yes. I'm wondering if it has the, the levitation of 11, if it has any meaning, like religious or not. Well, we all know Elle's Jesus. That's no brainer. You're saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... I'm not that good at, like, literary interpretation, so... What? Like, you're killing it. Oh, thank you. I just can't figure this one out. (laughs) I mean, I don't know much about Levit... I mean, she could be a magician, for all I know. Well, she kind of is. What if she... She's the mage. Right. Oh, that was so cute. (laughs) What if she gets a letter to Hogwarts? (laughs) (laughs) That would be the... (laughs) Smartest. That would be the biggest plot merger. Twist. I'm here <laughs> <Yeah>. for it. <laughs> it's like, and Harry Potter's her teacher. <laughs> oh. That would be cool. He oh actually God. does become a teacher, I think. So that's what's spoilers, gonna happen. Spoilers about Cursed Child. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he becomes a teacher of Defense Against the Dark Arts, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm probably mistaken. Elle would be, like, the best student for that class. I know. <laughs> she would be just like Harry Potter. Like, she has a scar, you know? She has a nosebleed. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just discovered the biggest connection. That's so funny. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's not going to happen. But... It should. <laughs> if they ever... If Stranger Things ever wanted to branch out into <laughs> cinema, like, on the big screen, they could blend with Harry Potter and it's like you know you never know in the future you know cause now you know how they have Alien versus Predator right and like so all the like fucking Avengers Stranger Things versus Harry Potter no with Harry Potter hopefully they wouldn't be against each hopefully. other hopefully they wouldn't they're both good and orphans and everything and speaking of Eleven <laughs> <laughs> episode 7 and it's important did you see how, how what? episode 7 was important for 11? Yeah, I, I think so. Because we've seen some apprehension or, or hate from 
Right, we have. Yeah, no, and I, I think that I defend it at least in two ways. One, well, you do, you, you mentioned that she learns her power and she learns how to control mm-hmm. it, which is important. Like, yeah. that, that, that is really important in the last episode. Yeah, and like the climax. Yeah, so she needs that. Thing. And then I also, I mean, it functions on so many levels for L, but L. She learns restraint. She learns mm-hmm. how to, like, not use her power in a reactionary way, mm-hmm. and to have a have a real like purpose and direction for it. And the other reason I was gonna say I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, it develops. It just develops her. Mm-hmm. She grows up. She grows up, and it's so important and she realizes oh, she loves her friends after her now i think like <laughs> i think possibly what a lot of people maybe 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 what a lot of people are having problems with is how these other characters were played out and portrayed in the other world in chicago and, <laughs> that's the other world <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> i mean maybe just people know uh, but i mean and that's fair because they are very... It's a stark contrast to the characters that we've had throughout the entire series. And yeah. so it's, it is shocking. It's, but I think like that is work... I mean, like think how Elle must feel going into this environment for the first time. So hopefully yeah. like if you're trying to really experience this from Elle's perspective, who is our character that is leading us through this new unknown environment mm-hmm. of somebody else who has a secret power that is part of her past. Hopefully we can also feel that shock and to be that much more drawn into Elle's experience there and hopefully understanding what she's getting out of it. Yeah. And the mercy you said was yeah. important. She's, a, she's so the next Harry Potter. <laughs> Show mercy left and right. For real. <laughs> yeah. Season three. If there is such a thing. What does needs to happen? Or well, Shadow Monster needs to get needs to fall in love. <laughs> we need to have a, a lady shadow monster. Oh no. And <laughs> um, needs to be on the human side. And <laughs> She defends humans against him and dociles him and makes him subservient to her. No, I just really just wish for them a peaceful life that is hilarious. And, like, I would like to see, like, Mike and Eleven's relationship problems because maybe... Our powers are scary sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it's basically like the beginning of Freaks and Geeks. What? At this point. I haven't seen it. No what? Spoilers. You've never seen Freaks this and Geeks? This is not about... <laughs> what? How have you had Netflix all of this time, rewatched Stranger Things, <laughs> and never seen Freaks That's and Geeks? That's not as popular at all. What? As you things? are, I that's know. blasphemy. You're gonna <laughs> wish we could erase that. No statement. No. If that leaks out onto the airs. No, no one would be offended. In 2017. In 2017. I don't know about all that. But 
that would be nice if it was a sitcom and we're, we love these characters so much like it's so stressful to have them in life-threatening situations all the time well it's a good thing you can tweet them and <laughs> let them know what you would like <laughs> as I hope I, I, I wish you get what you want I don't think it will happen oh, I know that's sad so I think that or at least what I hope for in season three mm-hmm. is we get we get more foreign countries involved. Oh like Russia. We, right now is a I don't know. Sensitive time for Russia. Yeah. And America stuff. Yeah. What if we're in, going into the next Cold War? That's what it feels like. I'm scared. I was thinking about that earlier this week. I was like that reflect like these anxieties of the cold war are being reflected today and that's kind of an argument that i'm making in one of my papers that's interesting do you think that's why they said it in the 80s why they um so this question came up in um the little chat i was having on a uh, facebook thread Mm -hmm. um and on the same one about the person calling out that Ah. scene but somebody else, like, responded back, commented, um, kind of having the same vision that I had, the same support that I did for it. And so he asked, though, is the show about the... He goes, uh, the show's about the 1980s, right? And I replied back, really writing out, trying to unpack and answer, is it about the 1980s? If it's not, what is it about? What is the 1980s? And so I argue that no, it's not about the 1980s because the 1980s, at least in American sense, have very uh, rigid, important highlights of it that are virtually untouched in the series. The mm-hmm. main one that I point out is is AIDS. Like, yeah, that is so well, but there's front kids. and center. Um, yeah, exactly. But, and but they're, like, just, they're like suburban kids. Right. But, well, well, I don't want to get into that. But I mean, they're, but what I'm trying to say is, I mean, where in it that we do we really, other than the Reagan-Bush signs, which don't have any meaning, like the only meaning that that's extended to is for us to understand the characterization of um, Mike's dad. Or and, and his parents in general, but like it informs like, like the, the house that they're in. Yeah, you know, like what their status of family is and what mm-hmm. their family construct is like. Dustin's mom had the other, the others. But I don't the really think right. Mm-hmm. But I really don't think that, and and also you know Will's mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, clearly they're not from the mm-hmm. same. Yeah. End of the block. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, and so I think like that's an important thing that maybe is kind of goes o- overlooked a lot in the show. Maybe mm-hmm. um, is looking at how like these kids all come from different classes, mm-hmm. but um, maybe that's what this is a- trying to show is that like this is you know how in the face of atrocity and certain death and un- you know you know just ridiculousness. Um, <laughs> all of that fades away and they're able to come together but I mean they come together anyway they're friends anyway through right. school so that's pretty cool they have common interests like they nerdy do. interests Dungeons and Dragons yeah <laughs> I actually didn't know that was the 
what game they were playing. Oh, really? The whole time. Until right now? Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Spoiler. I know. No, it's cool. I mean, it's literally the first thing. In See, the first that's episode. how your shirt should be. Yeah. <laughs> wow. My Wait, shirt, what is that coming out behind them? The Demogorgon. Oh, my God. Oh, that's another thing I, I was going to... I never noticed that. It's creepy as hell. It's so scary. <laughs> oh, oh my god. We're seeing an advertisement from Netflix on the TV appropriately for Stranger Things. The first one though, not the second. <laughs> I don't understand why why there's so much merch of the fucking demogorgons. Merch? Yeah, like little toys and there is. pens and I never even noticed. Yeah, like I feel like half the Stranger Things merch is Demogorgons, and I'm just like, uh, ew, they're the worst, literally the worst. <laughs> but what else would it be? Like the kids. I guess. <laughs> Do you ship Hopper and Joyce? Do I what? Ship. Ship. Yeah. What does that mean? It means you want them to get together and be together forever. Oh, that's silly. That's the proper term. <laughs> Do you ship them? I... No comment. No comment. Why? Too soon? That's weird. Bob. Too soon. <laughs> Definitely too soon. If anything, I want to see Joyce get with that investigator. Ew. <laughs> no, that's gross and random. I wanted Joyce to get with Bob. I know. I know. It's sad and triggering. I'm just saying it's gonna happen. It's starting to build up the way Nancy and Jonathan were. I should them. They want to. I know, but they share the cigarettes, romantic. They're such good friends. They're she, old pals. She yeah, she saved him from the tunnels. She saved him from the tunnels. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Bob helped. Oh. Bob, Bob did help. <laughs> You should tell them that he's. Is that he's the same journey that they? That's the same journey that he dies on when they go get Hopper. Is that right? No, no. they end up at the hospital where it happens. Cause Will gets burned. And then they take him to the hospital. They chill for a little bit until he like tricks them a lot. He tricked them. I know that was so sad. Some bullshit. Monster, the spy. We should be referring to these chapters as their names. I think episode number is good enough. Because that's the chapter number. It is. I do love that they do chapters because it's, it's so perfect for like the type of media it is. Because mm. it's like a really long movie. But it has chapters, so it's digestible. And I think people are mad at episode 7 because... It it kind of like disrupted their binge watching. Oh, it totally disrupted. Like completely, and I but was, like people are dumb. Like that's your own problem if you want to watch ten hours of TV. Like yeah, just do it. It's it's good. Oh, I have a prediction that Joyce is gonna be pregnant with Bob's baby next season. That's a theory. <laughs> no, but Bob's smart. You know, he he knows protection. Nah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying every time they show sex... I mean, in bad shows, though. Like, literally, if they show sex in, like, a slightly trashy show, it's gonna... There's gonna be a pregnancy, like, really soon after. Did they show sex? Well, he stayed over. 
Yeah, but okay. They're old. That's true. <laughs> Very old. That's true. You know, I was surprised. Okay, so I mean, I was surprised that what's her name? Uh, no, Jonathan. Nancy. Nancy. I was surprised that they did it. Yeah. Like that's so. They're high schoolers. Well, but yeah, but they're that's just so quick. Yeah. I guess it's the end of the world. Yeah, and there ha- the tension had been there for like a year, or more. Huh. It's a long time. Yeah, it had really surprised me. I was like, maybe making out, just like, you know, close the door. They don't have to like go all the way and do it though. <laughs> like, fuck. I mean, I I agree with that just because they're very young. But. They don't act like it. So. <laughs> But that was a great example that next morning of excellent writing. That yeah. Whole, that sequence was a great sequence. It was. It was amazing. Yeah. It was very good. Well executed. Release. Yeah. Yeah. And even he they was have like. Good chemistry. You know they're dating they in real life. Supposedly though. I don't believe in any couples under 30 in Hollywood. Ah. Uh, I did not know. Like why do you never see them hooking up with their brother or something from the show? Not their real brother. Like, like if their brother and sister are on a show. You never see those people be dating in real life, even though it's fair. It's always yeah, that. Yeah, because that's just gross, and that's a conflict of interest. Well, you, no, but what if you like each other? You just play brother and sister, but you're not actually anything. It wouldn't work. It's just, it's just suspicious. It means clearly, it's always like the it couple of the show that's dating. I don't know. I don't buy it. But they're supposedly dating Jonathan. Supposedly. Jonathan. Jonathan Nitz. And the inappropriate cougar moment. It's conflicting. It is. Because... It's funny. It was funny. It was awesome. But it's also like, I hope he's 18. <laughs> like, supposedly 18 in this. Because it could also be creepy. But, you know. It was a funny, unexpected moment. <laughs> and that concludes our time together this evening thanks for joining us and (laughs) we will see you next year after season three are you gonna say goodbye bye (laughs) (laughs) so he says bye (laughs) that's it yeah